Hello and welcome to the Victory Bible Podcast. Thank you for deciding to listen today and be a part of our listening family. We pray that everything is a great blessing to you. And I appreciate I appreciate you guys. I appreciate the church. I love you guys to death. I'm thankful what the Lord's allowed me to be part of. Thankful for Him saving me. Thankful for Him calling me to preach. And I'm thankful they let me pastor. I think it's the best church in the whole world. Amen. I'm thankful for all, all of our people. Uh, just all of you. It's a blessing. Amen. But if you take your Bible to Psalms 33, and hope everybody has a great Fourth of July day. We are gonna have service tonight at six o'clock. You come on back with us tonight. And I promise you, we're going to let you out before dark and let me. The Lord just really had to move in because it's pretty good distance between 6 o'clock and dark time. All right? So if, if he really moves in, we'll be just fine. We'll stay till dark. But uh, if you got to go see fireworks, you can leave go do that. But you come on back tonight. Amen. Uh, we're going to have a good time at church. Amen. But Psalm 33. <clears throat> Psalm 33. Look at verse 1 with me. It says, Rejoice in the Lord, O ye righteous. For praise is comely for the upright. Praise the Lord with harp. Sing unto him with the psaltery and an instrument of ten strings. Sing unto him a new song. Play skillfully with a loud noise. For the word of the Lord is right and his works are done in truth. He loveth righteousness and judgment. The earth is full of the goodness of the Lord. By the word of the Lord were the heavens made, and all the host of them by the breath of his mouth. Yeah. Down here in verse number, thir- verse number 12, he said, Blessed is the nation whose God is the Lord, and the people whom he hath chosen for his own inheritance. The Lord looketh from heaven, and beholdeth all the sons of men. Verse 16, There is no king saved by the multitude of his oven host. A mighty man is not delivered by much strength. And if the Lord help me, I want to go back to verse number one. I want to preach on this thought. Rejoice in the Lord. Rejoice in the Lord. Let's pray. Father, thank you for letting us come to church this morning. I pray to fill me with the power of the Holy Ghost of God. Fill me and use me, dear God, and bless, bless this service this morning. Help us, dear God, only as you can, I pray. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. But, Mike, you want me to use this lapel mic today or not? Don't worry about today. Don't, I won't worry about it. I just make sure it wasn't going through live or anything. All right, rejoice in the Lord. Well, I got thinking about this. I can't rejoice in a lot of stuff, but I can rejoice in the Lord. I, I can't rejoice. You can't really rejoice in problems. We are live. Let me put that thing back on, then, bro. Oh, it ain't gonna work on that. I got you, brother. I got. I'm making sure. All right. Well, anyway, rejoice in the Lord. All right. Rejoice in the Lord. But I thought about this. Boy, you can look at government. You can look at America. You can look at our country. And, I, and I'll be honest with you. I, I get. I get. I get irritated. Maybe y'all don't. Uh, maybe y'all don't. But I, I love America. But I don't like what America's become. I love America. Some of y'all are older. A lot older than I am. And some of you are a little bit older than I am. Some of you are the same age I am. I'm getting there, so don't worry about it, all right? I ain't saying nobody's just terribly old. I'm going to get there. I'm going to be old. If the Lord allows it anyway, I mean, anyway. But if I die early, I'd be all right too. But whatever the Lord wants, it'd be okay. But I'm just saying, this country has went a long ways. It ain't the right way. I've heard people say we're progressives. Why? Progressives not going the right direction. You say that's political, Brother John. Listen, it's not political to believe right. Yeah. 
It's not political to do right. And listen, if you just I heard somebody say today that, that because we believe that abortion's murder, that that is that is political. When has when has believing that thou shalt not kill ever been political? When's that ever been political? For you to think it's all right to murder something that don't belong to you in the first place, Amen. By the way, they say, "Bless my body, my choice." How come it don't have your blood in your body? Amen. Has the blood type of your of the daddy of that baby, not your blood. Amen. You ain't to kill that baby. God help us, man. I'm telling you, Lord help us. Anybody think it'd be all right to murder a baby? And how could you murder a baby? I think about my sister back there, my little Avery. How could you ever think that was all right? I got three wonderful children. How in the world could you ever think that was okay? How could it ever be right to do something as wicked and ungodly as that is? Just in case you didn't know, the way they do it is they put that they put a forcep in there. They stab that baby in the head and, and hurt that baby, and they begin to pull that baby body part after body part out the body of that mama. You tell me that's a vicious murder. That ain't only murder. That's a vicious yeah. murder. Yeah. Anyway, Lord help us. I'm just saying this. It's not political. It's just truth. Yeah. Truth's truth. Amen. Yeah. It's a blessed is a nation whose God is the Lord. Yeah. I do want to take time out and say this. If we want America to be blessed, America's going to have to make Jesus their Lord. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. It can't be Allah. Because God ain't going to bless them for making all of their Lord. But God will bless them for making Jesus their Lord. Amen. Amen. Listen, you say, Brother John, I believe America's Lord is God. That The Lord God is the Lord is their Lord. I don't believe so anymore. I believe it's founded as a, our nation was founded as a Christian nation. But we ain't there no more. Amen. We're not there anymore. You go to the top of the, the Washington Monument, and it says, To God be the glory. To God be the glory. You look on our money. They put it a long time ago. In God we trust. You listen to our national anthem. Under God. Well, you listen to all that. God is present in all of Washington. And it's not because they all believe it. It's because it's etched in marble and etched in stone where they can't get rid of the fact that we was born as a nation, as a Christian nation. You can't get rid of that. You can try to wipe it out of textbooks, but some child, some point, is going to take a trip to Washington and find out where did that Bible verse come from? Where did that in God we trust come from? Where did that to God be the glory come from? Where did all this stuff? I'll tell you where it came from. This nation was founded as a Christian nation. In fact, the reason we was founded, and one of the, one of the reasons we was founded is because we was trying to flee to have religious liberty. Thank God for religious liberty this morning. Amen. And them men on this day, on this day in history, John Hancock, they say that, uh, we say that all the time, but maybe you don't know the history, maybe you already know the history. But the reason why we say put your John Hancock right here is because he was the first man to get up and write his name on that Declaration of Independence and wrote it huge so nobody'd miss it. He got on there and wrote his name as big as possible 
or, or, pretty, or big enough to read it anyway, to make sure nobody missed his name being on that list. You say, what's the big deal about that? Well, almost every single man that signed the, the Declaration of Independence was murdered. Crops, crops burnt the ground. Houses burnt down. Because they believed this nation ought to be free. Amen. Yeah. Listen, we live in a free country. And that's the reason why. It's because we had men and women who had fight in their soul for what they believed in. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. I just got, I got to tell you, thank God for being an independent nation. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. Amen. We've we done that so we could have religious liberty. Right. And so you could have soul liberty. That's why if you don't believe this Bible, you have the right to be an atheist. Yeah. Amen. 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 By the way, I'm for giving people that chance. Yeah, you say, that's not right. Well, didn't the Lord do that? Yeah. Didn't God give man a free will? Yeah. Didn't God give him a choice? Yeah. Can I tell you something? I'm, this is not mean. This is just truthful. We just went through what they want to, what they, not what I, what they want to call Pride Month. Right. But the thing with that is, they have the right to be there. They have the right to be there. But they don't have the right to tell me to celebrate it. Amen. I said they have the right to be what they want to be, but they ain't got the right to tell me to celebrate what they want to be. Amen. So I won't celebrate it. If I do, it'll be by burning a rainbow flag and eating Chick-fil-A. Amen. Amen. You say, that ain't nice. I don't care, really. I, I, I love people, but I'm just being honest with you. Somebody needs to say what it is. It's wrong. It's sin. We're not going to celebrate it. We're not going to say it's okay. We're not going to say it's all right. Listen, I'm, I'm against this, this critical race theory of thinking America's a, a wicked nation who believes that everybody, everybody, there's people all across this nation that we think every black man's wicked. No, I don't. No. Put around black people all my life. And never minded them. I never even thought about they was black. I think about them as people, don't you? I hope you don't think of me as white. Hope you don't walk around me and say, Brother John, the white man over there. White man. He's a white man, you know. White man, John. I mean, I hope you don't think that all the time. Listen, it ain't about color. It ain't about color. Man, he said, Brother John, that's, 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 that's political. No, it ain't. Listen, we're born of one blood. The Bible says we're made of one blood. Oh, well, what color you are, you're made of one blood by God. I'm telling you, we made by the Lord. I ain't going to stay on that long, but I will tell you this. Blessed is the nation whose God is the Lord. Yeah, Whose God yeah. is the Lord. Yeah. America began to go down go down the drain, so to speak, when she began to make all these decisions to go against exactly what the Bible says. When she began to pull pull prayer out of schools, which prayer still ain't out of schools, you still have the right to pray. They just don't do it publicly as a school. But every child ought to go into school and stand and make it make a be a testimony in the schoolhouse. Amen. I'm here getting saved. I mean, I just had been born again. I took this Bible and laid it on every desk in every class I had when I got born again. I wanted them to know this ain't the same man no more. I ain't the same man no more. I ain't perfect, but I ain't the same person anymore. Amen. 
Yeah. This ain't the same man. I ain't got the same books. I got a different book. Amen. I want them to know something happened. Yeah. Yeah. If we had every kid, if we had every kid that goes to public school, take her Bible to school, pray in school, witness in school, it'd change every school. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. They say it's got to be student led. Well, yeah, let's have a student led revival then. Amen. Yeah. Yeah. Let's pray God do that in our young people. They're out there in the fellowship. I'll pray God does it in our young people here at church. And when they go to the public school, they would, the ones that do go to public school, they go back with a fire in their soul, the Bible in their hand, a prayer in their heart, and they go back with a witness. Amen. Yeah. And those don't go to public school, pray God put a revival in their heart where they go to school. Whether it's homeschool like our children do, or whatever it is. God, give them revival. God, give them a blessing. But listen to this. Blessed is the nation whose God is the Lord. They said in verse number one, rejoice in the Lord. I can't rejoice in abortion in America. It sickens me. I can't rejoice in what's going on in America. It sickens me. I'm just being honest with you. Leadership sickens me in America. It ain't just the White House, by the way, because he's not the answer anyway. Neither was the last one. Neither will the next one. It's we the people, first of all. That's just as government goes. But it goes with God if my people. That's God's philosophy of it. If God, if my people, which are called by my name, shall humble themselves, seek my face, turn their wicked ways, then... Will I hear from heaven? I tell you why we had revival. It ain't the Sodomites' fault. Amen. It ain't everybody else's fault we want to blame. It ain't the drunkard's fault. It ain't the dope addict's fault. It's church's fault. It's Christian's fault. Because we've not humbled ourselves. We've not sought his face. We've not turned from wicked ways. We ain't turned to God in real desperation. That God would do something great in our day. That's what we need. God to do something. I told my kids the other day, I said, man, I said, uh, well, Stephanie was there for it. She's seen revival happen there at Faith Community. Man, when we had 23 saved on a Sunday morning, I said, I, said, I told my kids the other day, I was telling them about all that, and I said, I, I don't want y'all to live and die and never see that happen again. I don't want to see Lil Avery not see it happen again. I don't want to see them, I don't want to see Jack and DJ came this morning. I don't want to see them not see that again. Have a real Holy Ghost. God see it. Real revival. Amen. Don't you? You read about it, but God can still do it. Yeah, man, let me ask you. Have you just kind of made church just a, well, we just come and we're sitting down and we enjoy it and everything, but man, I'm not putting no effort forth into it. I'm not really praying for I got here. I've not fasted about nobody getting saved. I've not witnessed to nobody this week. I've not really put no effort into nothing. I'm going to tell you, that's half the church in America. That's half the church in our world. It's no effort. Lay out a and age. Lukewarm belief. Man, I want to be red hot for God. I want to get more. Don't you? Let me ask you, lost your fire any? Lost your fire any? I'm going to tell you, I don't want to lose my fire, y'all. I don't really want to. I don't want to. This world will beat the devil out of you, though. Anybody else agree? Life's rough, but God's good. Amen. <laughs> Life is not always good, but God is always good. Uh, you said, Brother John, life's always good to me. God bless you. Please sign my Bible. Tell me how you do it. 
Because life ain't always good to me. But God is. God is always good. So I can't rejoice in life, but I can rejoice in the Lord. Let me give you this. I won't be long. My introduction is longer than my message. But look at verse number, verse number 5. In chapter 33 there of Psalms, he said, He that he loveth righteousness. I told you the wrong verse. Verse 4. Rejoice in the Lord. Why, preacher? Why, why should we rejoice this morning? What's there to be excited about? Well, don't turn on the news. Ain't nothing to be excited on there. Amen. Don't look at government. Ain't nothing to be excited about there. Don't look at our economy. Lumber's going up. Amen. Don't look at that. Don't, don't, get, don't, don't, don't look at all that. You ain't going to be too excited. But if you look at what I'm talking about this morning, you're going to be excited. You're going to be thrilled. Look at verse number four. For the word of the Lord is right, and all his works are done in truth. I wrote down this scripture ought to give you some rejoicing in the Lord. Amen. The Bible ought to make you rejoice in the Lord. Amen. It does me. But I tell you this, the Bible said, For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be Say, I rejoice in that, don't you? Hey, listen, you say, Brother John, I have a need this morning. I got needs and I don't know how to get it met. But my God shall supply all your need according to His riches and glory by Christ Jesus. I may not be able to find rejoicing nowhere else, but I can find rejoicing in God knowing He can take care of my need. He can help my problem. He can provide my prayer. He can provide my stuff I need in my life. He's God. And He's God enough under control. He said, Brother John, I feel lonely. He said this. He said, I will never leave thee. Let Take that again. I will never leave thee. I will never leave thee. You say, friends have left me. Yeah, but I will never leave thee. You say, family's left me. I know, but I will never leave thee, nor forsake thee. Hallelujah. He made a promise. He's not leaving. Amen, sir. You may have everybody in your whole life walk out, but God ain't walking out. I've always told them guys in prison, I say, well, mama don't want you no more. Family don't want you no more. Grandmas and grandpas don't want nothing to do with you no more. He's a God who still wants you. He's a God who's still present and walks in the prison with you. I got to tell you this, I so enjoyed it anyway. If you don't enjoy it, I enjoyed it good enough for all of us. There's five guys in the jail on Friday. Amen. 
I just say that just to let you know. When you go soul winning, remember that. When people say they're lost, they're not always lost. And people say they're saved, they're not always saved. That's why I just witness to everybody. Tell everybody. Tell everybody. Go you into all the world. That's why the Lord said that. Because not everybody's saved. And not everybody says they're lost is lost. Just go be a help to them. But young boys, got, I, mean, I enjoyed every bit of that. That thrilled my soul. Uh, but I, I, I thought about this. The Scripture did that. This Bible did that. This Bible did that. That Bible will, born a, will birth a man into God's family. He'll birth a woman into God's family. He'll birth a child into God's family. Bible says being born again, not of corruptible seed, but of incorruptible seed by the word of God which liveth and abideth forever. When I'm dead and I'm kicking up roses, friend, I'm telling you right now, this Bible will be alive and breathing and working and doing works and marvels in people's life. Amen. You say, God can't do what He used to do. I'm sorry, you're wrong. This same Bible is still in existence. Yeah, man. Same Bible still in existence. I'm telling you, God still saves sinners. God still provides for people. God's still taking care of us. He said, I'll never leave you nor forsake you. Bible said in their sins and iniquities will I remember no more. That scripture helps me because you know why? He forgot everything I did before I got saved. Hey, but get this. He forgot what I've done since I've been saved. He's forgot it. He's forgot it. You say, that don't really bless me. Well, you must not have done a whole lot. But if you did did anything at all, it'll sure bless you to know he forgot it. All that line you did before you got saved. Come on now. Take your halo off. It's right, ain't it? All that line you did before you got saved. Maybe that alcohol in your life. Maybe them drugs in your life. Maybe that rebellion in your life. Whatever it was, ain't you glad God forgot what it was? Ain't you glad God wiped away the memory of what you used to be? Amen. You might confide in these men. You can ask somebody and they might can tell you. Hey, but you ask God in heaven and He don't even know. I'm not going to ask your family. I'm not going to ask your friends. I'm not going to ask your neighbors. Hey, but if I go and ask God and you've been born again, He has no idea what sins you committed. They're gone. They're gone. Hallelujah, they're gone. The Scripture did all that. So how do we praise? Why should we praise Him? Because the Bible. Because the Bible. I got accused one time of worshiping the Bible. Didn't the Bible said he was the Word? He's the Word. I was kiss on him and hug on him. I love him, don't you? I love this book. I wouldn't known about God if it wasn't been for this book. I wouldn't known there was a hell if it wasn't for this book. I wouldn't known there was a heaven if it wasn't for this book. I wouldn't have known that God had made a way on a cross, had died in my place and yours, and you would not know either. Have you not had that book laying in your lap? It would not, you would not have known. And you might have went to hell had it not been God. Let you have a Bible. Man, thank God for scriptures. Man, I rejoice in the Lord because of his book. 
Amen. Let me give you this, boy. This helped me today. I hope, oh, man, I hope it helps you. Because it really blessed me this morning. We always quote that first part of this verse. I just got done quoting earlier. But I've never paid attention to the last part of that verse. Blessed is a nation whose God is the Lord in verse 12. But I want you to listen to the rest of it. That ain't even, to my opinion, that ain't even the best part of that verse. That's good. But that ain't nowhere near as good as the rest of it. Listen to this. And the people whom he hath chosen for his own inheritance. <laughs> this what's the big deal? Man, when I read that, I got the picture. I got a picture. You know, if somebody dies, everybody says, well, I want that. I want this. That Bible meant a lot to me to have. Man, that, that piano they played in the living room, well, I want that because they played that. I have good memories of me and that piano. It means a lot to me. I want the old home place or I want the land down the road somewhere because it means a lot to me. It's, it's worth a lot to me. I want that. That's all I want. Well, God goes to search it through this world and He picked you out as His own inheritance. Amen. He said, I want that. That's what I want for my inheritance. Jesus died on Calvary and bought His inheritance. He saw me and you and He wanted us as His inheritance. He wanted us. He selected us. He looked at us. He said, this is somebody looking around a big bunch of uh, properties. He said, I want that. He looked at you and said, I want you. I want you. I want you. I want all of you. I want to bless you this morning. They want you as his own inheritance. Man. Oh, my. Because I know what I am. You know what you are. But yet, He wants me for His own inheritance. Yet He chose us for His own inheritance. If you look at you, and you look at me, when He wanted you, you see no reason for Him to ever want you. In the Bible, in the book of Ruth, Boaz is working in the field nearby where Ruth is. And he sees her a long distance off. He told that guy nearby him, he said, Hey, Whose damsel's that? Thought she was beautiful. He thought she was gorgeous. But can I tell you, when God looked our way, there wasn't nothing gorgeous about us. The Bible says we were as filthy rags. Our righteousness, the best I could do was as filthy rags. I mean, when I met Malia, I was four rows back. I was two rows. I was on the second row, and she was four rows back on the left row. And I sit there following, following Brother Jonathan Barker. And man, I, as I followed him, I saw Malia, and I'd stare at her for a minute and move on. Then he'd come back, and I'd stare at her for a second, and I tried to make it not obvious. But she turned to her cousin and said, Why don't he just take a picture? It'll last longer. Amen. I thought, she thought I was looking at her cousin. I wouldn't look at her. I'm looking at her. Amen. I thought she was beautiful. Amen. But can I tell you something about God? God had nothing good to look at when He looked at me. Had God had nothing good to look at when He looked at you. And yet He selected you. Had to be part of His own inheritance. Amen. He looked at you and said, I want that. I want that to be part of what I own. I want to buy that. Amen. In fact, when Jesus was here, He never bought a donkey to ride on. He always borrowed one. He never bought a boat to preach out of. He always borrowed one. Every time He ever done anything, 
like he borrowed it. He borrowed up a room to have the Lord's Supper in. Hey, but I'll tell you what he did buy. He bought one thing on earth and he didn't buy nothing else. He bought man that was lost on their way to hell. He paid the debt with his own blood and bought his own inheritance with his precious blood. I said to say this. He bought us. He selected us. Ain't you glad that he did? Oh, my. Oh, my. Ain't you glad that he did? Yeah. I wrote down order. Rejoice the Lord because of the... Hallelujah. Because of the Scriptures. Order, rejoice the Lord because of the selection. He chose you. I'm not countless. I don't believe he chose certain to go to hell, certain to go to heaven. But I believe he chose the entire world. He chose everybody. If you don't accept him, it'd be your choice to go to hell. And somebody said, What's elected mean? It means he elected you, but you got the final vote. You make the decision whether you're elected or not. You vote whether you get to go to heaven or not. He's already voted. He wants you to go. You decide whether you're elected by electing yourself. Amen. Listen to this selection. No, that was sight. Ain't you glad when you're crying in the midnight hour he looks at you and knows what you're doing? Ain't you glad when you're crying because you don't know what's going on in your life right now? He knows what it is. Ain't you glad when you're weeping because the job ain't going right or you're weeping because your family ain't doing good or you're weeping because life just ain't going the way you want it to and your children ain't doing right, your grandchildren ain't doing right? Don't don't make you want to weep. Sometimes life makes you want to weep. I'll tell you this. It's not going unnoticed. There's not. It's not that nobody's watching you weep. There's a God in heaven watching you weep. There's a God in heaven watching what you do. There's a God in heaven seeing everything about you. In fact, I'll give you this. He watched you before you ever got saved. So how you know that? Well, listen to these verses. Verse thirteen: The Lord looketh from heaven; He beholdeth all the sons of men. From the place of his habitation, he looketh upon all the inhabitants of the earth. He fasteneth. Let's look at verse 14. I want you to hear that again. Upon all. He looketh upon all the inhabitants of the earth. If you inhabit this earth, he looks at you. If you know people that ain't been born again, can I tell you what God does to them every day of their life and they don't even know it? He looks at them. And they don't even know it. He looks at him. I'll tell you this. Somebody said, God don't know a sinner's name. How do you know Zacchaeus is in? How do you know Cornelius' name? Amen. He knows every hair on your head before you ever even got born again. Yet he loves you. Only time he forgets you is when you reject him. Then he wipes away all memory of ever knowing your name, knowing who you are, or knowing anything about you, and sends you to hell for all of eternity. Let me tell you why God does that. Can I take time out and say this? I'll tell you why God does that. God does that because it breaks the heart of God to know you and know you went to hell. So he wipes away all memory of ever knowing you. Because it bothered him to know you and know you went to hell. That's how good of a God we have. He don't want to think of you going to hell. It bothers our God that anybody would go to hell. Listen to this. 
He said, verse, verse number 15, He fasteneth their hearts alike. He considereth all their works. There is no king sight. I don't give you this. Not only sight, not only selection, not only scriptures, but let me give you strength. I see strength in these last few verses in this chapter. Bible says in verse number 16, There is no king saved by the multitude of an host. A mighty man is not delivered by much strength. An horse is a vain thing for safety. Neither shall he deliver any by his great strength. Behold, the eye of the Lord is upon him that fear him. Upon them that hope in his mercy to deliver their soul from death and to keep them alive in famine. Our soul waiteth for the Lord. He is our help and our shield for our heart shall rejoice in him because we trusted in his holy name let thy mercy O Lord be upon us according as we hope in thee I tell you how I'm making it this morning I tell you how you making it this morning it's not by your strength it's not by your power it's not by the strength of your family nor by the power of your family it's by the power and the strength of God Almighty that's how you made it through what you made it through when you made it through dark times in your life you made it through cause of God when you made it through trouble you made it through because of God when you needed provision and didn't know where to turn it was provided because of God it was all God it wasn't done by kings it ain't done by horses you can't even keep yourself safe Horses are using that day because if you needed to tuck and run, you can tuck and run. And nobody catch you on foot. But not with God. If God wanted a man to be caught, he'd get caught. So the only protection you got, the only shield I have is God. Yeah. Only protection I have is the Lord. Only strength I have is God. Yeah. So, Brother John, how do I get victory over seeing God? Yeah. God. Yeah. God. Yeah. God. Yeah. It ain't because of you. Ain't cause you pulled yourself up by you your bootstraps. Right. You didn't do it, right. so you ain't worthy of glory for it. Right. Right. I didn't do it, so I ain't worthy of glory for it. You know who he is? He said, "Rejoice in the Lord, right. O oh, ye righteous, right. for praise right. is comely for the upright." I'll give you this. I'm done. That word "comely" means to be beautiful. Yeah. Over in the over in the Song of Solomon, that Shulamite girl is named. To be comely. That meant beautiful. You know what I believe? I believe it's ugly for a Christian to not praise the Lord. I believe it's ugly for a Christian to not praise the Lord. I believe it's beautiful when a Christian does praise the Lord. You say, why? Think about it. If somebody on this earth provided your food for you, Picked you up when you fell down. Yeah. Go ahead. Forgave you when you done them badly wrong. Mm-hmm. Remained your friend, friend through the hardest times of your life. You treat them like the best person there ever was on earth. Yeah. Now I tell you, when we come to the, end of the fact of realizing God has been with me all my life, yeah. God has taken care of every need I've ever had, and more importantly than anything else, He saved my soul from a burning hell, and He did yours too. Yeah. Yeah. If you've been born again, He did. Yeah. I say I have to say this, it's beautiful when somebody goes to praising him because they really go to realizing he's worthy of it. He's worthy of it. In fact, the word worship means believe you come piano. That word worship means worthy 
worship. So what's that mean? Worship. They also said a long time ago it was called worth-ship. So we're, we're declaring by worship how worthy we think he really is. I'm not asking you to jump up and run. I ain't asking you to raise your hand. I'm just asking you this simple question. Because you can do it at an altar quietly. But he ought to get worshipped. You, you can do it at your house in private. But he ought to be worshipped. You can do it in this pew. But he ought to be worshipped. I want to ask you, according to your worship and my worship, how much is he really worth to you? Somebody's look at you worshiping God. Saw you at your house. Saw you at the altar at times. Saw you at church. Would they think he was worth something to you? I don't know about you, but I think he's worth everything. Ain't nobody like him, and I love him. If you stand your feet, eyes closed, head bows, what God said to preach this morning. He spoke to your heart. You come on this morning. He's worth.
sure has been good to be at church. Yeah. I was talking about saying he's worthy. In fact, when we get to heaven, we're going to really declare how worth, how much he's worth, because it's going to say, we're going to say worthy is the lamb. Yeah. Yeah. Worthy is the lamb. That's one of the songs of the book of Revelation. We're going to sing worthy. Yeah. Amen. Only redeemed people can sing that. Angels can't sing that because they weren't redeemed by his blood. We were. Right. Amen. Yeah. Well, I love you, church. Amen. Brother Tony, won't you dismiss us? Look forward to seeing you tonight, six o'clock. Come back, praying God, meet with us tonight. Amen. Amen. Amen.
keep telling the classes and teaching them and everything. Pray for this job.
Thank you again for listening to the Victory Bible Podcast. Look forward to you listening again with us next time. If you're not saved, our prayer is you put your faith and trust in the Lord Jesus Christ at the end of this podcast. You'll pray and ask Him to be your Savior. Our, our prayer is if you're saved and discouraged, you be encouraged. And if you are saved and, man, you're trying to do your very best, we pray that you just keep on keeping on doing what God has called you to do. We love you. May God bless you. Have a great day.